Hello. Dave here. Just a quick one before we start the show. Um, as always, we are running a number of fantasy leagues here at First and Ten, and we want you to be part of them. Um, we are raising money for Myeloma UK, and while there is absolutely no obligation to donate, uh, just you can say you can play our leagues with, for absolutely free. Anything you can do, we are so grateful for. Uh, myeloma is a form of blood cancer that is sadly incurable. Um, Say, so hopefully one day they can find a cure, but uh, anything you can give can help us work towards that cure. Say, so it's a disease that sadly affected my wife's mum, so it's close to our heart. Um, so yeah, as I say, anything you can give, I'm so grateful for. Um, what is more, anyone donating one pound or more will go into a draw to win a signed jersey. So, anyway, there's something in it for everyone. So, for a, a pound, you can win, yeah, a great signed jersey. Um, you can donate at justgiving.com slash fundraising slash fat ffb22. Um, say, if you can even spare 50p, I'll be so grateful to you. Um, so we have leagues from everything from Dynasty to Redraft Leagues with promotion and relegation um, to the Best Ball Cup that at the current time of recording has 30 leagues drafting. So, yeah, it's a pretty big competition. Um, so it's unlimited leagues and unlimited entries. So, yeah, if you want to get involved, just head over to our Twitter account. I say that's where you can find most of the uh, leagues. That is first and ten underscore or at first and ten underscore. Oh, our Facebook page, which is First and Ten, or you can drop me an email. That's Dave at FirstandTen.co.uk. Well, well, I hand over to the rest of the guys, maybe even me. A pair of jeans, a shirt or two. We didn't pack as if we weren't going back. It doesn't matter if it's true. I've got a feeling love will give us what we like. Is waiting up. The world is waiting half a step beyond our door. And if it's not enough, I wanna see the stuff the world has got in store. Uh, I wanna take it on and I'm falling. The cityscape by night, wanna catch in my photos. Where you go, every corner twice as bright. There'll be my treasures forever. When I can't hold you tight, I'll see the Stockholm lights, the Stockholm lights, the Stockholm lights. Welcome back to the first and ten podcast. That's right, you're hearing us back in your ears for the first time in a couple of years. I am your host, Ross. Uh, with me for this preview of the AFC East, we have got Josh. Good evening. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Not bad yourself? Yeah, very good. Feels weird to be back doing a first and ten podcast. It's been a good couple yeah. of years, but fantastic. Yeah, uh, I've got a lot to talk about as a Seahawks fan. Uh, and joining me also for this uh, preview, we have got Miles. Hello, go Pat. <laughs> got that in straight away. Um, Josh, what team do you support? Um, also a Patriots fan. Oh well, this is awkward, isn't it? Um... <laughs> No, that's fine. Uh, yeah, good. We all, we're all long-time UK uh, fans. We've supported our teams for a long time and we're, we're proper fans. You know, if you listen to the First and Ten podcast before, you know kind of about us and we've all been in and around the site and on the Twitter and all over the place. Uh, but yeah, we're back. We're back. We're making a big push this year. Um, we're starting off with some um, season previews. So we are doing, gents, the AFC East. Uh, your division, obviously, you finished second in it last year, but we will start with the team that finished first, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, last season finished eleven and six. Um, 
Was that about expected for you guys last year? I think they could have won more, but they're clearly the best team in the division. So I guess it doesn't really matter. They won the division. Yeah. Was yeah, I, like, I think like Miles says, more than capable of probably getting 12, 13, maybe even 14 wins last season. Yeah. Um, it looks actually tighter on paper. They only ended up winning the division by one game, actually. But mm. I think the, the quality between the Bills and Patriots in second was a, a lot of a bigger gap than just one game. Yes, I think I think that's fair to say. Yeah, the um, I mean the point differential wasn't massive. It's was only about 30, 40 points between the two teams. The Patriots kind of I think overachieved perhaps from for this early in their sort of not rebuild, but you know entering entering the new era, the non Brady era, as you say. Um, um, I wouldn't say we overachieved. It was more that the two teams below us were quite bad, so <laughs> we didn't have to be like good to to finish second in the division. So that really helped. And then yeah. And we yeah, got quite enough. lucky in a couple of games, especially our win over the Bills in that yeah. really snowy, windy game where I think we threw it three times or something. And <laughs> yes, I remember that. And yeah. yeah, really entertaining game. I love running the football, so that was good <laughs> to watch. But like, it was just, yeah, really lucky. Then then we played them and yeah, they beat us. Yeah, so, uh, I think Miami proved that the second half of the season. I mean, didn't they? They start off one and one and eight, was it? Yeah, they were terrible, weren't <laughs> and they? And ended up winning the last eight games. Yeah, they won four of the last five as well to kind of almost sneak into that second place, but they just finished in third. Uh, the Jets were terrible. We'll come on to those teams. But let's start with the Bills then. Um, what they've done this summer, um, they've replaced Cole Beasley with Jameson Crowder, which as a move on paper, I, I really like. I think that's a really good, it's a like-for-like like swap, basically. Yeah, but I think there's, I mean, obviously camp reports are always overhyped, but McKenzie is being considered over... Crowder for this season going oh, really? forward. It's a lot wrong. Yeah. Okay. Um, they signed Roger Saffold, who's a solid guard, one-year deal, and OJ Howard, a name that has kind of come back out of nowhere at tight end. Kind of, he's going to be back up to Dawson Knox, I'd, I'd assume, but he's got talent. She needs to kind of and put it all together. The big, the big, big, big one. The big, big, big one. Yeah. Vaughn. Oh yeah, I missed that. I've totally missed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a so... six-year, one hundred and twenty million dollar deal. Wow. If he plays till the end of his deal. He'll be forty. So, yeah. yeah, I know it's it's crazy. Fifty million guaranteed as well at signing. Wow. I think with the Bills as well, their offense is so strong that you do sometimes forget about the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, which is really yeah. really solid as well even better now yeah they've added von Miller into it um i'm trying to see what they so they, they only uh, gave up 289 points last year um yeah they were very very solid um they also drafted kaya elam in the first round yeah so i don't i don't watch any college football so you always have to fill me in um cornerback is he is he good yeah he's really good and you've got to also remember they've got tradavius white who's starting mm -hmm. from the pup list so elam clearly quite necessary and you've seen um other teams in the division have improved at wide receiver so yeah they can need the help yeah they also uh drafted run, uh, running back james cook uh, in, in the second round um i quite like that pick i think uh devin singletary obviously a very good running back i think we've eight touchdowns last year um but they yeah. never seem to have that second running back and i think that slot could be filled quite nicely with cook 
Yeah, I've never rated singles. Sorry, just I don't know what it is. Well, their, their second running back was the, the, the quarterback, wasn't they? Basically, that's yeah. yeah, that's how they got the jobs done. Um, so yeah, they've, they've had a good they've had a good summer, really. They've, what sort of predictions do you reckon for them? Eleven and six last year, around that again, or slightly more wins? Personally, I've I've seen the first six games. They're, I mean, they've got some tough away games. To be fair, um, yeah. LA, Miami, Baltimore, Kansas away four of the first six. So That's a tricky start, they're on the road quite a lot, and um, with some tough games. Um, but I guess, like we say, Josh Allen, very mobile, um, some good receivers as well. I mean, a player that I've put down to watch for this season again. Big player that I actually quite like, but was under the radar a lot last year. The tight end Dawson Knox, yeah, um, a very good player to go to in the red zone, and um, when probably a lot of the um, defensive side of the things were expecting, maybe Allen to push it in. Mm. Um, Knox did come up with quite a few big touchdowns last year, so he's somebody that I've uh, kept an eye on for the season ahead. Mm. Yeah, I like I like Knox as well. Um, he had 19 red zone targets last season, which was wow. fourth amongst tight ends. So he's clearly. You know they know he's good in in the red zone, so they'll probably keep that up. Where do we where do we pitch Stefan Diggs in the kind of the top twelve, top fifteen? Well, I mean, they paid him, so I feel yeah. like you know they they're going to use him. You pay a guy ninety six million over four years, you're going to use him. So I yeah. think I, I I mean I was never a huge mm. fan of his at uh, the Vikings, but he was mm. clearly really really good. Had that amazing playoff moment and. Yeah, I yes. think he's really good. I hate to admit it, obviously, because <laughs> we would never, we would never pay a wide receiver ninety six million over four years. But yeah, Diggs, Diggs is really good. He's he's definitely top ten, probably top five. Um, yeah. Annoying, but really good. <laughs> would you reckon Josh around the same? Yeah, I think he's one of those under the radar wide receivers. Mm. I think because of the names that the Buffalo Bills have got on their offense, that sometimes you do forget about some of the names that are in there, such as Diggs. Um, but again, yeah, I'd let him walk into the Patriots wide receiving <laughs> unit any day. Yeah, 1,200 yards last year, 10 touchdowns. He has, a, he has a really good connection with Josh Allen, especially on those massive heaving deep balls. So. Yes. Um, Allen himself, he finished with 36 touchdowns and 15 interceptions, um, which is about kind of level. Pat Mahomes finished around the same as well. And a lot of the, the quarterbacks, it, it, no one massively stood out apart from Brady, obviously, um, with the low interception numbers. But... Hmm. Can he take that next step? Can he become the MVP? I mean, I think because of his legs, he can. But at yeah. the same time, I think they want to use his legs less. So mm. back and he threw the ball over 600 times last season, which is yeah. you know, that's the most he's thrown in his career so far. So I feel like even though he has still got a cannon arm, they want to maybe use that a bit more and not, you know, rely on him running around and breaking yes. his legs. Yeah. It seems to be the pattern that these running these running quarterbacks kind of have to transition into a, a quarterback quarterback yeah. as they get into their career. Um, there we go then. So yeah, eleven and six for the Bills last year. I'm saying roughly about the same, maybe twelve and five. Yeah, I think that's fair. Josh, what do you reckon? Yeah, very similar. Like I say, if they can get through these tough road games in those first five or six games, then yeah, they've got quite a good chance of uh, hitting twelve or thirteen wins. I think. Okay. Let's move on to the New England Patriots last season, finished 10 and 7. Um, I struggled to find news of kind of transactions they've done. Ty Montgomery is now a Patriot. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm Butler's back on a two-year deal. Um, and they've re-signed Jacoby Myers, who I really like as a player. He just needs to score some touchdowns. We brought in Devontae Parker as well. 
Yes. So I see the new one. It's good, but not amazing. But then we don't bring in amazing players. We just seem to have a, a decent group and then mm. go 10 and 7. So. <laughs> Whatever works for you, basically. Yeah, exactly. It certainly does work for you. Um, you drafted uh, Cole Strange, 29th overall, as guard, and uh, Taquan Thornton, wide receiver, at 50. So they are kind of loading up a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Just kind of and watch guys want to stand out. Um, we drafted two runners as well. We got uh, Pierre Strong in the fourth and Kevin Harris in the sixth. Right. And we love pounding the rock, so I think that's just going to keep happening. Damian Harris is in a contract year. I don't think we pay him, as we never do pay runners. So <laughs> no. I feel like we drafted two running backs. We've got a good O-line. Cole Strange is there to help us run the football. We'll just keep running the ball as we do. Damian Harris is probably out the door. Um, and then we'll we'll crack on with the guys we've got. Plus He's an underrated star last season, Damian Harris. Just shy of 1,000 yards. but uh... I really like him. Yeah, I picked him up uh, kind of early on in the season in fantasy, and he was just my stud running back every week. 15 touchdowns he got last year. Yeah, well, I won games. a championship with him as my lead runner. Back. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> he's not flashy, but he gets the job done. However, we did trade away Shaq Mason to the Bucks for a fifth, and I was livid when I heard that, <laughs> because it's just like he's, he's so good, and a yeah. fifth is not. Like, I just... I mean, mm. I'm not. You know, I know it's not Madden. I know it's not easy to just trade all your best players away <laughs> first. But come on. Yeah, you probably could have got something higher than that. Other teams. Yeah, I think when you put it into context that Mason went for a fifth and Nikhil Harry went for a seventh, mm. probably a bit of a bigger gap between them two than those yeah. two picks. So. Yes, Nikhil Harry for a seventh is fine. Yeah, Mason. For, yeah, should have been much higher. Um, you've got a pretty stacked running back room then as well because you've got um Stevenson as well. Is Bolden still there? Or has he moved on? No, Bolden's gone to Vegas. Okay. Um, but again, that wide receiver area for Patriots, we did mention that it is probably the weakest mm. that it's been for a half without, without Brady, I mean, it's weaker all over the place in a way. But I think you've got also the likes of Jacoby Myers that have been there a few years now. Yeah. Finally got some touchdowns last season after all those games. Yeah. Um, but I think there can be... Um, I mean, Mac Jones, he's looked like he's trimmed down a little bit in off-season as well. And he, okay. he's... He stood out as the uh, probably the <laughs> the main uh, guy coming out of college in the quarterback position last year. But I think, like we've mentioned, because the rest of the uh, the draft was pretty weak, to be fair. Yeah, um, I it maybe had made... a really high floor, didn't? Uh, high floor, but low ceiling is what I would have yeah. said. Yeah. Um, so, fingers crossed. Obviously, from a personal level, let's hope he can improve, and the wide receivers do turn up, and the running backs do. Smash it in. Again, I know um, me and Miles spoke a little bit earlier. Someone like Hunter Henry. Again, he had a very good year at the tight yeah, end. Yeah, nine touchdowns. And John o. Smith as well, at tight end, who had a very quiet year. The tight end position can be key as well in that uh, red zone. Um, so, fingers crossed. Again, Patriots have got four of their first six away from mm. home. So, Oof. including trips to Green Bay and Pittsburgh, Miami. I mean, they have got Cleveland in there, but after today's news, <laughs> that, uh, that could be a buy. It's... <laughs> <laughs> so again being I know the Gillette's been such a strong home stadium for Patriots so for many years I think that's going to be mm. key again this season yeah um, so yeah 10 and 7 last year what, what, what are you thinking prediction wise for your team this year obviously you've got the roast tinted Patriots spectacles on but where do you pitch them this year in terms of the, the division and kind of the, the overall record I personally think between Patriots and Miami, it's a 
very close shootout for second in that division again. Okay. If Patriots can go anywhere again near 10 and 7, I think it's a positive year without being like deluded. Yeah. Miles, what do you reckon? Uh, last year, before the season, I said anywhere between 9 and 8 and 8 and 9, and I think it's the same this year. I think okay. everyone else around us has strengthened more than we have, yeah. but we are collectively just a really good team. So although yeah. personnel-wise, there's nothing that really jumps off the page, we, as we just we just seem to click. We just seem to beat teams who will line up against a team and think, well, they're going to beat us, and then we just, you know, we just wipe the floor with them. But we're really inconsistent, and I think that mixed with how much everyone around us has improved, I think our ceiling is 10-7 again, but I'm going 9-8. Okay, fair enough, yeah. Um, let's move on then to the team that finished in third last season. It's the Dolphins. Uh, they were 9-8. They've got a new head coach, Mike McDaniel, who's a former Carl Shanahan um, offensive coordinator, I think, for the 49ers. Um, They've been busy. They've signed a lot of players. Um, most of them are at wide receiver. They've got Melvin Ingram at linebacker, which I really like. He has a really good pickup. Um, and then just all the running backs, Raheem Mostert, Sony Michelle, Chase Edmonds, and also they've traded for Tyreek Hill as well. So they, they've given to her all the weapons he could possibly want. Um, it's a make or break year, is it, for Tua, would you I say? I think it is, which is, it sounds harsh because it's only his second year, but He's got he got two thousand six hundred fifty three yards last year. He was injured for a couple of those games. Jacoby Brissett played five or six games, I think. Um, but when he looked bad last year, he looked dreadful. That game at Wembley against uh, the Jaguars, so his throws were so off line that it, it looked like prime Cam Newton. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's key, though. Keep if they can keep two a fit. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I've read a few things uh, earlier on today that him and Tyreek is already becoming a rather big hit in training, as you would expect it to end away with Tyreek's pace and yeah, in the big name that's gone in there. But I think, yeah, keep to a fit and yeah, they've got a good chance at pushing maybe for that wild card. You don't know. Yeah, they've really improved the running back room. They've just improved in speed. They've got Mostart, who's one of the most explosive running backs. Um, Edmonds is no slouch as well, but with Tyreek Hill as well, and Jalen Waddle, they've got a lot of there's a lot of weapons there now. And they've kept Juzuki at tight end as well. I quite like him as a tight end. Yeah. So, yeah, he's got another camp report suggests that he's going to be blocking more and they're going to run the football more. So, you know, maybe he's not going to be used as much as we think. But I, again, I like him. I think there's a lot of mouths to feed there, I suppose. Yeah. They just need to up their touchdowns, really, this year. They struggled to score. Um, Miles Gaskin uh, led the way on the ground last year with 600 yards and three touchdowns, and Jalen Waddle had 1,000 yards and six touchdowns at wide receiver. There's, there's just no, there was no sort of explosive season from anyone. They just kind of they hung around in games and won games they probably shouldn't have done and lost the teams they should have beaten. But, yeah, 9-8, and eight was a, it was a successful season. I was surprised that they made a change of head coach. I was really surprised, actually, because I thought um, yeah, some, he was I doing a good job. Behind-the-scenes stuff that maybe wasn't made public about that because it just seems like a really strange thing to happen. Yeah, because they were building the right way. And yeah. It seems like they've just they just uh, panicked almost, which is odd after a winning season. But what do we think to Dolphins again? Are they going to be around like what we thought for the Patriots then? They're going to be around that same sort of same sort of area. Yeah, they kind of have to be. Again, we were a lot closer to them than maybe the record suggested. So, yeah, I would say I would give them a, a near similar record to us. But again, 
as you said earlier, they kind of just hung around in a lot of games. And mm. if you're against a really, really explosive team, you can hang around for 55 minutes and then yeah. the last five minutes in the fourth quarter, they're just sticking up two touchdowns. So yeah, they've got, they've got to learn to put away games, basically, um, which they're not doing. So I think it could it could really set similar with the Patriots anywhere between nine and eight and eight and nine, I think. Yeah. That's fair. Josh, would you reckon to the Dolphins? Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, similar to the Patriots. I think it'll be between Patriots and Miami quite close for that second place. So, yeah, you're looking around that 9 and 8 mark. Yeah. That's fair. Um, any kind of sort of standout fantasy players you'd, you'd pick from the Dolphins? Obviously, Tyreek Hill, but any sort of under-the-radar ones? No, to be fair, my player to watch was Tyreek Hill and I wrote pace, pace, pace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty fair, really. Um should we move on to the bottom team of the division, the, the, the comedy team, the uh, New York well, Jets? Well, I think they've been the most interesting team in the offseason. They had a very, very good draft. They had a phenomenal draft. Yeah. Three first-rounders and moved up to take Brees Hall in the second, took a tight yeah. end in the third, signed two tight ends as well. Like, Yeah, they've yeah. been busy. <laughs> yeah, really busy. Yeah, oh, Greg, Greg the leg in as well, haven't they? I think they have. Yeah, yeah. So they've got yeah. a solid kick in now as well, which was a problem for them last year. Um, it all depends on if Zach Wilson's the guy, really. And... I mean, again, kind of like with Tua, they've surrounded him with a lot of weapons. You know, they've they've given him CJ Uzama, they've given him Conklin, they've given him uh, Garrett Wilson. Mm. Um, you've already got Elijah Moore there. You've got Brees Hall in the backfield now. You, you he's got so much, so he has to do something. Yeah, they've 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 got a lot of weapons. Um, I, I really like Michael Carter last season. I thought he was a really good kind of under the radar runner. I think he was quite good. Um, yeah, it's, do we do we believe in Zach Wilson? What do we think of Zach Wilson? He's had an interesting off season. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. I know uh, his mum's mate makes lovely roast dinners. <laughs> but I think you look at his numbers last year. Only throw nine touchdowns. I think it was. Yeah. Um, obviously in a very weak side, but I know we mentioned Brees Hall um, taking, I think, at 36 pick, was it? Yeah. Um, and I think with the pressure that Wilson's maybe got on his shoulders, because it's still obviously all talk about social media, mm-hmm. um, maybe the handoff might be the better option for those first few weeks. So Brees uh, might be the uh, the go-to man. Um, they've also, um, they also draw, um, sorry, they signed a guard, Laken Tomlinson, who spent five years at the Niners. So, I feel like he's clear, they're clearly looking to run the football. Um, they bought Braxton Berrios back for two years. So I like Berrios. Yeah. I like, I like those, um, he was an unradar fantasy hero for a bit last year. Yeah. Season. I got him at the end, of, at the end of the season. I picked him up on waivers and he was solid for me for a long time. So um, tell me about Source Gardner then. What, what's he going to bring to them? Cincinnati boy, isn't he? I know nothing of any rookie um, <laughs> draft picks. I don't know anything about college football. Oh, he is really from Cincinnati, good. yeah. His real name's Ahmad, not Source, but uh, he has so much Source, I think that's why they <laughs> very early on. Um, no, again, with the with the uh, weapons that other teams are bringing in in the division, you've got to, you know you've got to shore up your secondary a bit. So that's what they're doing with him. Yeah, They've I always feel like he's got that. Um, I feel like he's got that Jalen Ramsey like swagger about him as well. He's wearing number one, which is a confident number to wear. The kill Harry wore number one. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, and Cam. <laughs> Both very confident lads. Um, maybe Cam was good for a bit, though. Like he was actually. He good. was. Yeah, 
Kill Harry was never good for us. In fact, he <laughs> went from number fifteen to number one and was got and got worse. So yeah, <laughs> as you know, he's part of the Bears now, isn't he? No, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, their collection of wide receivers that they've got. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, what do we think to the Jets overall? What what's their record going to be? They finished four and thirteen last season. They have to be better than that, don't they? <sighs> I want to say six and eleven. Is that it? Would just would six and eleven be enough to keep um, Robert Salah in a job for another year? I think with, with capital they've invested already. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I really, I really don't know because again, you have to give the the they drafted so many new players. You need to give them time to click. Mm. So maybe they'll give him this year as a as a sort of a a buy, and then next year if they start badly if they don't win like three of the first five games the season after then maybe he's just gone yeah so he's I it's, it's their first six games again this season yeah Baltimore Browns Bengals Steelers Miami Green Bay it's, it's, it's no easy for you <laughs> then, no. I mean you're six and eleven probably with Joe Flacco at quarterback <laughs> <laughs> Their their schedule doesn't really lighten up until, I mean, you get the Lions, Jags, Seahawks uh, towards the end of the season. That's kind of that's their easy run there, basically those three games. Um, and they're already out of it. Yeah, exactly. When they've won four games all season and it's the season's over, <laughs> and this talk of Salah going and blowing it all up. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough run they've got uh, this year. A really tough run. Um, I'm going to put them down for about six wins as well. Yeah, I think. Um, they will improve slightly because they were terrible last season in some games. They just wouldn't even weren't even competing. They will compete now. They've got a lot more talent there, but yeah, I just can't see them overtaking the Dolphins or getting near the Dolphins or the Pats, unfortunately. But you never know. Well, yeah, any given Sunday and all that. If, stuff. Yeah, give the couple. Just you need someone to have a stinker on the wrong day, and the mm. wrong day would be the Jets, and then then maybe they go, you know, seven and ten. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good season. And that's a successful season. <laughs> I thought the Jets always seem to struggle in divisional games. And that's where they fall down. Yeah. It's a tough division to play. Because every team plays each other hard. Didn't they beat Cincinnati last season? Uh, I'm not sure. They were 0-6 in division last year. I know that. Uh, let me just check that. Yeah, I think they played the Bengals, um, obviously, out of the division and won. And it was a huge surprise. Or it might have been the year before. Let me just check. Their wins last season were an overtime win against uh, Tennessee. Uh, yeah, they beat the Bengals 34-31. They beat Houston, which doesn't really count. And they beat <laughs> Jacksonville again, which doesn't really count. So, yeah. Four wins is a bit <laughs> generous. Yeah, one, one win in overtime as well. And yeah, the Bengals won. Fair enough. Um, that was the, is it Mike White? His breakout game, 400-odd yards. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that I mean that's the AFC East, really. Um, any sort of surprises, boys, or is it going to finish pretty much in the same um, one, two, three, four as last year? Yeah, I think quite consistent to last year, like we've already mentioned. Yeah, I can't see much changing to be honest. I neither can I. Well, there we go then. That is the um, that's our AFC East preview in the bag. The first one of well, from from us anyway. I think Dave and uh, a couple of the other lads have done um, some of the other divisions already. Uh, but thank you for listening. Where can they find you on Twitter, Miles? Um, at Miles Burrell. Miles with a Y. Lovely. We'll put that in the show notes. Uh, I'm not editing this, Dave. Put that in the show notes. Um, <laughs> Josh, where can they find you on Twitter? 
Um, so I'm at jcaps underscore. Um, and you'll also hear me and Dave on the uh, at UK Patriots uh, podcast as well. Lovely. You can find me uh, at Rossbow underscore underscore. And you can find mm-hmm. us as a collective at uh, First and Ten underscore on Twitter. Get involved. There are so many fantasy leagues going on. I'm struggling to keep up. I think we're up to 25 now, 25 or 26 leagues. Um, I'm all for a really good cause as well. Three. I'm in three, and that's. It's too, much. it's too much with all the drafts going on at once. It's a lot, but it's fun. Yeah, I've held off this year. I'm, I'm sticking to my my, my my three kind of like uh, permanent leagues that I have, and I've, I've held off getting into any more because I just got so confused last year with so many different <laughs> divisions. I couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. So um, those notifications. I'm in four, in, I'm in four dynasty leagues, and then yeah. like I mean, I just joined three of the first and ten best ball leagues like <laughs> last week. It's just been chaos. My notifications have been chaos. So I'm not joining anymore. That's it. I'm done with that. Yeah. My phone battery doesn't last very long. So I think I'm in four <laughs> of the best ball ones as well. Oh my god! I know Dave posted a picture of his sleep app having 581 notifications the other day. Which how he how he controls that, I've no idea. But fair play to the man. Um, yes, we'll be back um, with an AFC West preview, fun division to preview, um, and then we'll be back throughout the season with like fantasy shows and review shows and preview shows and all sorts of other stuff as well the team specific shows as well they'll be back as well so yeah join us then um until then it's goodbye from josh thank you guys goodbye from miles au revoir and a goodbye from me we'll see you next time a pair of jeans just shirt or two we didn't pack as if we weren't going back doesn't matter if it's true I've got a feeling love will give us what we like The world is waiting up The world is waiting half a step beyond our door yeah. And if it's not enough